Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'll just go straight from here and just make sure they're all good to go. And so you're sent to say so you can get in back. Oh, so you are, yeah. So the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and interrupting Swatty and Corey. It's hub day with Swatty and friends, uh, Samantha Richards, Dane Swan, <laughs> guest friend Corey McKernan, who's in town. Hello, Corey. Hello, Ralphie. Great week, isn't it? It is. Hello, Huge. Hello, Dane. Hey, good of you to get here to your own podcast this week. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for inviting me back on. You're looking quite trim <laughs> in the face, Dane. It's obviously not from doing exercise. No, it's not from doing absolutely fuck all. Not eating. I've I've, I've got off I've got off my meds probably mo- Monday. So um, yeah, I've probably had my first full day of hunger back yesterday. So um, yeah, no, it's nice to be able to normally. But I did probably everyone said that like in the Brownlow and a lot of people I've not I've seen many people have been in bed, but on the couch I said I looked. I lost a lot of weight in my face, but because I hardly ate, ate jelly in Ooh. basically for a week. Not a bad deal. Oh, no, I loved it. That'd be usual for this time of year, not eating by about Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I was actually, <laughs> I actually did some with a couple of. You did what? Did, did some with a couple of. Did some? F- footballers. Yesterday, Rebel Sport. And I was sat on, I drove like a couple of weeks, a month ago or something. I drove past a final, like on my way to the final of St. Kilda City. And, Weather was nice, and I was like, "Fuck, I miss this time of year." Um, <laughs> so it's probably the time I miss playing AFL the most. Like when as soon as your game, last game of the year finishes, you know you've got three months of fucking absolutely no responsibility <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like, that's like you can just get up at whatever time of the night you want. You can do whatever you want. You can go away. You've got you know no kids, no, no responsibility. You can just be like. I'm going overseas, one-way ticket. I'll just figure it out when I'm over there. Um, you know, you can go to – it's completely acceptable to go to a pub on a Tuesday afternoon and sit there, you know, till midnight. It's the fucking best time of year to be an AFL footballer. Um, loved it. It's, it's, a, it's the thing I miss the most. I was driving now. I was getting depressed. I was like, fuck. So even if I was playing footy and even if I was still playing AFL, like, I've got a family, so, like, I couldn't, yeah. like – All your life, there's a yeah. lesson – don't have kids while you play NFL, boys. <laughs> and and g- guess girls, I guess now. Yeah. Um, yep. So, wow, I've heard that story a lot of times from former champions who start talking about the why September, the cut grass and all but that. See, this yeah. is where at North, what, what we instigated, because of footy trip, so he would have thrived at North Melbourne footy trip-wise. We, mm. we, with the footy trip at North, it got to the point that there were only one or two or three that didn't go. Right. So you could imagine going to places like Mexico and all these places around the world, which the footy trip voting process of where we went was quite an interesting process just to go back a bit because that was always funny because we'd have a vote and then we'd have the vote and then we ended up going where Wayne wanted to go. <laughs> it was a really interesting process. Where do you want to go, Bali? Okay. Uh, yeah, well, the weird thing is no one wants to go where Wayne's going to be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which I had, which which I was going to bring up, but unless I'll, you've got an injury and then he's was, he's stacked was, ready to go. I was going to bring up and complain about that in a sec, but we'll let but Corey tell his story. You, like you would have had some anti-inflammatories, wouldn't you? you in, um, yeah, I have some suppositories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, Doc said I was meant to stop taking them a week ago, but I was like, uh, I've doubled the dosage, <laughs> the thickness and the girth. <laughs> um, so, so get, get back, getting back to the uh, the footy trip. So, uh, what was the uh, the mindset there? Yeah. So, but you know what? And I I know what Swanee's going to say about yeah. this. It's quite interesting. Like I know in today's day and age, you don't want to be seen as it's all about don't be seen drinking and all this sort of stuff. But I tell you what, like even even at um, North Melbourne, like around that time, that was. Like, I was a young kid that was coming into North Melbourne, and it was, honestly, like, going on the footy trip was the best thing for you. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean – and the, and what people don't understand is, like, you go on the footy trip, you wouldn't – like, during the year, you go to training. That's what he knows. You go to training, in and out of training, and even more so nowadays. They, they haven't really got that window – they have a window of opportunity when they drink – no wonder they turn into red lights, but then yeah. they, you know what I mean? It all gets exactly. crammed into one session. No, it's all, exactly. It's like, all right, but we've got six weeks on that. Everyone looks at the calendar. Boys, you can have a drink in on the Friday night. Yeah, we play the following Monday, Queensbury. And then you're like, fuck you, mate. That's six. Mate, you, if clubs were just like, mate, if you want to go on a beer after this game, you can. Everyone just waits and waits and waits and then fucking explodes. Like, and goes, just drinks as much as they can for as long as they can over that weekend. And then... That's when shit happens because they're like, fuck, it's like caged animals getting out and it's not looking for a feed. But during, yeah, during that time, like <laughs> when you came back from the footy trip and then when you went to pre-season training, you would then feel comfortable about walking up and even having a bit of banter or <coughs> hanging a bit of shit on players because you'd actually built that relationship mm-hmm. during the footy trip. Yep. So I know for, for North Melbourne, during, and one thing that we instigated, which Swan would be a huge fan of, we got to the point I think in the lat- when I was coming towards the end of my career, we started inviting past players back who were really good. It was like a Brownlow of footy trips. So if you're really good, <laughs> yeah. if you're really good, they'd invite them back. Which again, that's also I mean a part of your culture and what I think at that time, especially at North Melbourne, that made it really good. So mm. hang on, so so I'm just getting this in my head. So I'm just picturing Jordan to go. He was currently under contract negotiations. Goes to Craig McRae and say, look. I want to invite Swanee on our footy trip. I think he's a <laughs> it's a pass grade. To be honest, it's probably not the worst thing for him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I because it, look, I could, I could create a great culture at a football club. <laughs> Seriously, I could. Like, one, hey, one thing, and I've said this to you off air. Yes. Him spending time with Geordie Goey wouldn't be the worst thing. And yes. I'm actually being dead serious because mm. he's one of the stealth operators <laughs> yeah. known to man. So he's just exactly. got to pull him aside and say, "Listen, son, if we want to do this. Yeah. This is how you're going to do, do it." And also <laughs> on the drink, I was going around. Well, didn't I hear reports of people carrying on about people the obsessive drinking at the Brownlow? No. Like, go, go on, please. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, but I'm sick of um, like everything that every elite sportsman do has to has to be for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. it, like fucking. Not everything every adult does has to do to preach model citizen behaviors for children. Like, surely adults are allowed to be adults and allowed to have a bit of fun at the end of the year and be. De-robotized You know what I mean Like They're robots for fucking 364 days a year This is the one year One night of the year Where the cameras are on Where they can actually sit back Allowed to be themselves And like Have a bit of fun And you know Just say goodbye to either A shitty year Or a good year Or you know Because this is the last time They'll basically see each other Do they go back to pre-season And they'll shoot off And go to Various parts of the world Like The fact that They can't have a few beers And put some glasses on their head Or have a bit of fun Or (laughs) Have a bit bigger of a sip than a, you know, have a bit more of a sip, you know, in their mouth and of beer than um, the normal because they got a vote is is wildly absurd. Yeah, because up in Canberra or federal politics or in Canberra, I'm sure the politicians up there don't get trolleyed after they've no. had a big day in Parliament no. or anything <laughs> like that. And see, this is the problem. Like Swanee spoke about before, the the window of opportunity. And, the, and because now we're all about recovery and after every game, like Swanee said, on the calendar, the players that have earmarked to go, right, in four weeks' time, I, I'm going to have a drink then. Now, again, we're not advocating drinking and everything like that. I am. But if Sam, <laughs> and actually I know you had a baby and all that sort of stuff, but just say you had a shit day at work, 
or you have a shit day at home, what do you do? You have a couple of wines, right? Players can't do that. So you wonder why the pressure builds and builds and builds. And then yep. when they get that one window of opportunity, do you ever wonder why they turn into lunatics? 100%. Like, so that's what I mean. I, I reckon the clubs nearly should go back a little bit old school yeah. and, and just go, hey, we're going to put on some beers for you. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, I reckon when we did this at North Valley, I reckon there was a game in – a period in 1995, right? So my memory's stretching way back. We lost three games in a row, which was rare at that time. And Dennis, you know what he did? And this was – we felt like it was a bloody test. We went to the old Sydney Lions Club on the Monday – and we got on the bus and we thought, shit, we're going to get flogged. We went to the pub. And then he gets up there and he goes, okay, go get a beer. And we're all standing there like that. We thought it was some sort of test. Go, what do you mean? Get a beer, but you're watching. And then I think Anthony Rock, of course, was the first one who went and got one. And But it was funny. Doing something different like that every now and again, rather than being a robot. Because yep. I reckon in Australian sport, we're different. Like Swanee loves his US sports mm. and so do I. They're different to us. Mm. Like, you know what we're like? You could, we could all work together and mm. I could think, geez, Ralph's a bit of a dickhead, but then yeah. once over, which is probably true. Yeah, probably. yeah, you got it right. But then can, once you have a few beers them. with someone, yep. and again, we're not advocating getting drunk or anything, but in the end, you sort of break down those barriers. The next time you go into work, you have a bit of, bit of a laugh and we all move on. Well, did you see Trey Lance, how he celebrated their, their defeat? the strip club, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, the photos of him <laughs> making it rain on strippers. Like... <laughs> Come out, <laughs> well, and all it was was an article. Like, imagine if that was Geordie to go eat. Yeah. Like, Do you have to week. apologize to people who give a fuck about? Yeah, well, it would have hurt because um, they rain once. Him, Geordie pinging one dollar <laughs> coins as strippers probably wouldn't have been great. Like, well, actually, no, he was in Bali, so you could make yeah, it rain. Yeah, so yeah, you got yeah. thousands of rupees. But, um, well, by see, the way, then Trey Lance broke his ankle the very next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Well, I haven't been down the club for about three years thanks to COVID, but I know that after every game, Melbourne Storm boys. There's a, a, what yeah, they call a family room. So yeah. they literally come off the ground, they have the shower, whatever, and they go up the stairs into the family room where their wives and girlfriends or whatever hang out. There's pool tables and, and stuff in there and everyone cracks a beer in there, everyone. And then after that, they go on to, I don't know where it is now, it used to be a bar in Collingwood Sporting, um, Richmond Weather Sporting Globe or something like that. Then they all, staff included, go off to the bar and have a couple of beers. They, yeah, so Win or lose. my brother happened to be up um, when they were at um, in Queensland, and when they were all sharing, um, where was it? Up, in, I forget where it was. At Twin Waters, at the Melbourne Storm after every um, home game, what they would do, or even if it was a home game, even albeit they were in Queensland, everyone they'd have like a, a dress up party, mm. like where they basically they'd have a theme night or whatever after every home game, and everyone was involved. Bellamy, the whole nine yards, and you wonder why. The storm got through that whole lockdown thing mm. because at least then they created that little culture that yeah. yeah we can get together. It was the only way they could get together during during that lockdown period. Was Mick good at taking the foot off the pedal at times, or was he? Uh, he, he would just be arm's length. Yeah, Mick. Mick you know, just don't do it in front of me. That <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Mick wouldn't. Mick wouldn't come out and like he wasn't that kind of guy. He was yes. like, yeah, arm's length. Just fucking. I don't want to know. That was basically what he was. He was like, I want to know, and you'll be doing nothing. <laughs> you know, know I, but he's like, I want to know everything. That, but that's also, yeah, that's also what I would say. Winning a flag, you need all sorts of different dynamics to win a flag. Yes. And to be honest, and with the greatest respect to like Nathan Buckley and Scott Penelbury, whatever, if you had a team full of Nathan Buckleys and Scott Penelbury's, you wouldn't win anything. Yeah. Mm. But whereas you need all the different dynamic. Imagine Melbourne middle of winter, right? Yeah, you've got your serious blokes. We're going out to train, but knowing in his team, you've either got him or imagine he's sure middle of winter when you've got to go out and train. Yeah, no, I don't have to imagine. It. I, don't, I, I never <laughs> want to fucking hear. It. I never want to deal. With it. Thank God I don't have to deal with it ever again. But you know what I mean. Even That's just things like where you've got to go out to training middle of winter. If you have a team full of nerds. Well, yes. it, training's no fun. But in the end, coming yeah, out and training in the middle of winter when the weather's shit here in Melbourne, mm. to have those bikes that come out, yeah, they're, they're pests, but they actually make training. It takes all types, and that's what good footy clubs do. Well, um, I like, uh, one of your favourite lines that, in seriousness that you say is that you couldn't have had Pendle's career if no. you went about it like him, and he, he couldn't have had yours. Oh, no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. What about Pendle's has his off-season? Yeah, exactly. Good luck. <laughs> That's the end yeah. of Pendle's. Did he come back the next year? No. 
You'd come back not in great shape. <laughs> so, Dave, we often talk about your struggles. And, and tell us about the struggles of once being the guy who walked along the red carpet and everyone wanted 30 seconds off yeah. you to you being the flogger nah, 30 was, seconds off others. No, nah, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good feeling. <laughs> Can I just uh, tell you, you looked absolutely ridiculous running around on that fucking leg, well, leg tricycle or something. Well, God, no. he's good at what he does. I was going to bring in. I was going to bring in here, but I'm, I was, it's no point. I was just getting out of the car and then yeah. I was getting Uber home, so it was all right. But... Um, it fucking makes life easier. Mm. Those those um, mobility scooters, mm. uh, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, now um, listen, um, I'd never wanted to be a question asker in my job. That was you know not the not the job I ever wanted to be. Very, but very good. But I guess you know. I guess Samantha's a question asker. Um, you well, know, I wish that I could ask the questions that you do. But then that's the beauty of you, Dane, and that's that's the thing that comes with being Dane. Swan, well, it's a couple of things, things off limits. Just like my tweeting now that they're official, which I can, which we'll get to if you yeah. want. My tweets that I was going to write out all the tweets that weren't allowed, but there was fucking <laughs> far too many. But I'll just give you a, a quick rundown of what was banned, but um, or who was banned. What should I say? But um, yeah, no, listen, I dead said felt. Like a fangirl, I was so embarrassing. That's why I just basically asked people that I'd had some kind of interaction with at some stage in my life, like whether yep. I'd had a beer. Obviously, the Pies boys know me. You know, a couple other guys like that I've met out or I've known socially through Heath or you know through whatever. So they were fine, but like I don't know, a bloke I'd never met before, and there was no way I was going, Ralphie, Ralphie, <laughs> can I have a sec? Like, I feel like a fuckwit. Yeah, like, but do you understand um, that? Like, a lot of no, there's no shame in them. Like no, in the, no. I guess that's what you have to do with yes. journals. It's like. Yeah, mate, could I come over here? And then, like, I chat to I chat to him for like a couple of minutes without the mic. Oh, fuck, how you going? Blah blah. blah. Sorry, man, but I got yeah. fucking punch out a couple of questions <laughs> for you. So um, I just did that, and then. Um, but so do, do you realise though that the people that you might not feel like you've had no interaction with, and you feel like a bit of a spare dick asking them a question, most of them probably know who you are, Dane, and yeah, they, no, might, well, they might be fangirling over you. Good no, well, all of them would know who I am. <laughs> Oh, well, of course they Do you would. want to get that, Corey? Do you want to pick that up? Pick it up, yeah. Well, well maybe in 20 years' time, the kids who are harmed born yet might fucking But they not, would be the ones the that are probably going, fuck, I hope he asks me. That's Dane Swan. Uh, but yeah, but even so, him. like, if you know, if they smile and come over, yeah, but like, man, I don't know what it's like to be on the red carpet about it many a time, Samantha. Yeah, um, well, we know. And if we didn't know, we're being reminded. But um, I think the people next to me would have. Were pretty happy because they got they got all the they got a nice <laughs> follow on yeah exactly they, they got, were in good moods after e- talking e- to Dave exactly um, yeah. but listen once I well first I was like fuck I really can't be bothered don't really do this so the tweeting thing I you know is, is is there much you can be bothered doing watching basketball not a lot uh, NFL yeah, not a, not a great deal to be honest <laughs> yeah, Samantha right. um, just, just clarifying just but, got but, a but I um but I loosened up a little bit and it, was, it was all right um I'd prefer just to sit there and commentate on it because there was a bit going on but um. No, listen, it was all right. I think, mate, I was there from probably quarter to five to six thirty, and I didn't even see the video they put out. I don't need to see myself, just like my highlights. But um, <laughs> but I will. So what to go? Watch f- it. What to go from? Oh, they said about ninety seconds. So it's a long, t- it it's a long time for ninety seconds, you know. But no, I think they enjoyed it. Um, did bring me back a little bit. I was like, oh fuck, this is. This used to be all right when you used to go. Out. Like as much as the brown though is a painful night, unless you win it, of course. Yes. Like. Like, especially for like, the older blokes who've been there a bit, like, but if, if you the first couple of times, like you know, you, it's exciting to be a young kid and going for your first, especially if you're going to get a few few votes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, it's a pretty good night um, if you're wrapped up at the end of the year. So, I was good to see all, all you know the day costers and that who haven't been before and have it. Oh, well, one hasn't, and he's also going to go a hell of a, they're going to be a, be there a hell of a lot over the next 10, 15 years, but. Um, yeah, it took me back. I was like, fuck, these boys are going to have a good night tonight. They're like, you coming out later? I'm like, oh, have a look at me. I've got to work tonight. Like, yeah. I, like, <laughs> the first time he's ever said that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to work. Yeah. And then work. he's going to go home and change an <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm what working, mate. Fuck. Um, times have changed. The, the grind never stops. No, but I think it is better on a Sunday night. Yes. Like, like even though RIP Lizzie, um, you know, but I think she's done us a favour. Are you allowed yeah. to say that? Say whatever I like. <laughs> um, what part would he not be allowed to say in that? The R.I.P. Oh, Lizzie or the fact that don't know if anyone's allowed to show is respect it, to the royal it, family. Is that funeral still going? Yes. <laughs> well, it's finished <laughs> now. The public was finished. The family's gone into seven days of Was morning. there a market on coffin or dress or anything like that? It was a leader's track. Was it? No horses made ground. No. <laughs> whatever was out the front, nothing past um, them. You know what I was curious about, though? Um, are we going to have a Queen's birthday next year? 
It turns into the king's birthday, and it's the date's going to change. Yeah, so Melbourne Collingwood's uh, Gornski. Like, we gonna, no, I don't, I don't know if the date will change. They were, they were talking about not positive, as in they're talking about changing it. Because King Charles is um, Prince Charles uh, is in November, so it's going to be. Quite the early <laughs> kickoff for Collingwood Melbourne to have a game in November. And well, then the thing is, it's not actually on the Queen's birthday at the moment anyway. It's still on her dad's say. birthday. Whose birthday is it on? Her father's, King King George. Okay. Yes, they can still call it the King's birthday. Mm-hmm. So, that, King so they Charles may keep birthday. the date. They just haven't decided yet. Okay. It may just yeah. come back to the King's birthday. So who's birthday. the one that decides on that? I think it's our government, is it yeah, not? It'll be a government thing. Just like, now yeah, this will make you fall over. I, I heard a rumour. Oh, God. Unconfirmed. <laughs> But uh, we tape this on a Wednesday, it's hump day, that there's a public holiday tomorrow, Australia-wide, right, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Why would it be Thursday when the funeral was Monday? Or have you got the answer? So, there's two, the, well, there's, there's two answers. It has yeah. to be after the funeral because under the uh, constitution it allows the head of state, uh, head of government, so Anthony Albanese, to fly back right. to have it. Did he go to it? He went to it, yeah. Uh, you didn't watch the funeral? When, when, oh, mate. <laughs> oh, I've seen some certainties in my time, oh, Sam, but that is a certainty that he wasn't watching. So I'd, be, you'd be, I'd be lucky to watch yours. <laughs> <laughs> you would be. <laughs> so. so it has to be within a week. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't believe the coincidence that it was probably could have been the Monday, but as in next Monday yeah. after the grand final. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a builder's RDO on the Monday. <laughs> yeah. So they chose not to put it on when the builders' audio was. Hence, it's a five-day weekend if you're on the. And on you the didn't make it on the Friday because Dan's already <laughs> made Dan's it. already got well, Friday. There's the six Victoria. other states that don't have Friday. Correct. No, no, we'll make it the Thursday. And then what will happen? They get Thursday off, and then everyone else around Australia takes oh, the Friday day. off yeah. because yeah. then New South Wales yeah. and Queensland then get Monday. And off. there was no one on the Correct. roads this morning, so I reckon a lot of people are taking a day off. Six days, <laughs> exactly. Um, so. Yeah. Hey, back to the Brownlow. What's your memories of being a player there? And before we get to, oh, don't rub to, it in. No, before <laughs> we get to asshole. the one, the one, <laughs> which which one? But on the red carpet stuff, the irrelevant stuff. We're not um, about the important stuff. Red carpet. No, it was a bit not. of a blur. Like the, I think the first year where I actually officially went, um, that was the year I think I dislocated my shoulder in the prelim final, and then had Mad Monday that Monday. So for me to be actually <laughs> upright and put a suit yeah. on. So yeah. you hadn't gone up before you, uh, in, in quotation marks, won? No. Right, okay. Because no. I think not like 94, 94, 95, no. And then 96 was yeah ineligible and yep. then 97 I went. So you went from Mad Monday? Yeah, Something which was really interesting given yeah. that oh, when, yeah. when you've got a dislocated shoulder and you're trying to put a tux on <laughs> is one of the great feats I've ever That's why I should have been, that's why I should be on a Sunday up. so the blokes who get beaten in prelim <coughs> can enjoy their Mad Mondays. <coughs> right. But now um, everyone has usually has a – Mad Mondays are Wednesday now. Like to Yeah, I know. I think everyone has their medicals. The exit interviews. Yeah, exit interviews. Like which is not bad, which I guess is, you know, as long as they have it. Uh, you can sort of cop them because then you can get the weekend in, then you can probably have a sleep Monday and be fresh for. Um, he really thinks about this, doesn't he? He's really analysed. Yeah. See the strategy that. But goes Sunday night this. is much better for Brownlow. There's much more to do on a Sunday night. You can get out, get out of the prying eyes of the casino, and like you can go with your own crew. There's fucking many a many a nightclub that's opening on a Sunday night now, so you can um you can go out and sort of be with your own crew and do do what you want. And <coughs> which, like I said, to all. The girls on the red carpet. The girls' day off can not be used for getting ready and wasted five hours getting ready. It can be, you know, relaxing and hungover, you know, room mm. service and just having mm. a lazy day, which <coughs> which I think works. So it's nice of, of Lizzie to give us a, you know, a little present on the way out. This is why they need someone like Dane either on the board at the AFL or in the decision-making seat because he thinks about it from the other side, mm. you know. Oh, well, Gil's gone, so there's an option there now and now. Here's my and point. He was off limits. Are you the CEO or not. type, Dane? Was he? How, how much is Gil getting paid? <laughs> I'm not talking about the money. Oh, well, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, any, I'm, I'm any type. I'm any type of anything for the right dollar. <laughs> what I'm thinking, though, I, I think there's a, a head of culture at the AFL. Yeah, there would be. So what you've identified, Sam, <coughs> they need someone ahead of lack of culture. Wow. <laughs> for I people to deal with I think with I'd be good things. at cultural things. Um, <laughs> I, think cultural I, mean, I think I'd things. get a very... Good culture. No doubt. Um, so, what, could North Melbourne not afford the same lawyers as Patrick Cripps? 
Uh, I don't know. Like it was, uh, as I said to you, it was probably the first time that you'd actually look for many, many years. I've, I'd never, never even really thought about it. I've already got a Brownlow medal. In fact, anyway, that Wayne Carey and yep. Anthony Rock gave me, which was a McDonald's one. <laughs> but that they still argue who got the meal deal when they went through the the drive-through <laughs> on the Tuesday of Grand Final week, and who who got what the chips and the cheeseburger and all that stuff. So I ha- actually have got the Brownlow medal, but. Um, no, it was probably for the first time when you actually, yeah, when you actually saw it, you went, yeah, I think I am a little bit stiff here yeah. with the way that it's unfolded. And as I said to you, I think now the parameters in terms of how you can win that award have actually changed. Yes. And that's that's where I do sit, right? Um, I just think it's compared to when Chris Grant and I missed out, we knew the rules at that time missed out but then when you look at it now how you can keep going and as you mentioned full credit to Paddy Cripps I picked him you know I mean he's yep. my favorite close to my favorite player in the comp to watch um but in terms of now where you can keep going in terms of the process like he did yep they have to admit the rules have changed about how you can actually win it so that's I don't know what do they do? I don't know, but I just find it funny from when we couldn't win it to where that unfolded this year, the whole process has dramatically changed and they have to admit that. And, and, and how old are you, 50? Uh, 48. 48 and 53. We can remember the sensational video, 70s videos and the electrifying 80s, if you watch that. That was violent. So that's when the fairest and best reason, there's no. none of that violence in footy nowadays, no. none. No. So, <coughs> so and the other bit is too, like when... Again, when you look at it, and I've, ne- I've probably never discussed it in this length anyway. It's the ideal forum sitting here with you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but look, it, when you look at it, even the incidents that we actually did go no, that's for, what I was going to say, yeah, it wasn't you probably wouldn't have even got reported. So that's what I'm even saying. The parameters in terms of now how you can win it, yep. if you even look at what we actually did, they'd look at it and go, well, either reckless or clumsy or whatever. You know, I mean, that sort of the way they'd look at it, you probably wouldn't even have enough to, to get an actual week. Did you appeal it? Nah, because I don't think there was the process at okay. the time where you could yeah. actually... So what was you, yours was falling into Bunty. Yeah. Awkwardly, yeah. quotation marks. I, did, I made the mistake of doing something that I never did. I chased him. <laughs> well, I did say defensive stuff doesn't get when you're brown low, so you exactly. well, so you probably deserve it, so it's Corey. A, it's a West Meadows thing. Yeah. We're used to chasing. We're very offensive beasts. Probably deserve it. Then you chase. That's your fault, mate. Has Gil come out and had a, a comment on the fact that Paddy won because yep. he was very vocal afterwards after he got off, saying I'm disappointed that he got off. You know, that, that he was disappointed that Paddy Grips got off. So, so again, off. I just scared, but I think he did an in depth interview with Ashley Brown who's a mate uh, for the footy record four weeks ago for this week mm. saying about how the process was wrong and now of course Paddy's then gone on to win the Brownlow. Yeah and has so he said anything about Paddy winning? It looks a tad awkward. It yeah. does. Yeah. It, is a, it is an interesting process when you think about it because can you imagine if Collingwood end up losing that game and Paddy Cripps plays? Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? There's all these sorts of things that end up happening but look yeah, look, for well and truly a, a very deserving winner, but it mm-hmm. was interesting, I reckon, for the first time. I, like, I went to bed really early. Like, I think I watched the first round and that was enough for me. Mm. Like, you just, <laughs> what am I missing? Lucky you. I've, I've got to get to one. So, Dane, I actually literally, I promise you, I missed two bits. Of, I don't know fucking what I was doing, but I missed the front bar boys, so they were good. They were the only good. Yeah. Apart, apart from the count being so close, like, yes. yeah. the, you know, which was a superb. But, um, yeah, the front, so, the front bar boys should do it. Like, okay, it was a nothing sure. So I ducked out of the room, so I missed that. But I, I'm, I'm happy I missed. Can you please explain to me what was the one vote oh, segment? Please explain to me what that was because I missed it. It was pretty funny, Thank I thought. I thought I, as in like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And then when they'd say they won, like, we have to be like, a visual oh. medium. Oh, we, right. we now have to film just for those looks of day that he just gave Yeah, me. he just gave me like, <laughs> So, so what was You're it? The people oh, who ru- it you are the people who are ruining the ground line. <laughs> you personally. Yeah, exactly. Me. Like no one gives a fuck. Like, Please tell me exactly what, what was the premise. So, so for Corey and I, I didn't watch it or anyone else. It was they did a 15-minute segment just to really stretch it out a bit more on blokes who have only ever won one brown line vote. In their career. Yeah, just the one but game, talked about it. It Was sounds dull, but... Brought to you by the same people that come up with the idea about having the um, parade down the... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so you just or said, music after goals. You mm. just said the, the, the word West Meadows. Yeah. Can, can I just shift one suburb away? What? To someone that Dana and I spent a bit of time with. Having been in those production meetings, I could just picture my head being rammed into a wall if I had suggested that that would make a good fun segment. Mate, right. <laughs> and <laughs> rightly so. Exactly. No, you, you would have got that look. Yeah. Yeah. Let the front bar no, do another no. segment. That would have warranted effort. Wow. That would warrant effort. He'd have to put your head into the wall. He just gave you a look like I would. Ooh, but did I get those looks a few times? Um, yeah, it's, uh, mate. You know, you know the what segment that is? itself sounds boring. Looking no, at people that had yes. one. The segment was boring. <laughs> <laughs> there was a comedy element to it. Well, I fucking hope. Of course, there was a comedy. Of course, there was a comedy element. You don't think they were dead set, fucking excited about their one brown line vote? Of course, it was out of themselves. It was a self roast. Of course, it was. They all roasted themselves. That's not the point. So, so this like, if if I did a roast on my ability, who gives a fuck? Like, if if Dane does a roast on his ability, that's funny because he was. So we're meant to be this. This is our (laughs) night of nights, and we're going to take the piss out of people. (laughs) They took it out of themselves. That could be a that could be a segment on. On it's their a, socials or, yeah, you know. Social. Like yeah, look, f- I agree. Perhaps Actually, it was yeah, you're right. Place. That's a socials thing. Yeah, but like. On the night of nights. Yeah, all front bar could do a, a segment on him, like, lead in the it finals. It was very like front bar-esque, yeah. <coughs> it was very front bar like, Without the humour. Yeah, no, the yeah. humour was there. <laughs> tell me the funny bit. because yeah. Well, uh, for example, I, I, I can't Tell my like grandmother, tickle me when I'm meant to laugh. Who was the player that... Who was the player that got a vote? It was Tommy Sheridan. There was There was Xavier Ellis. Xavier Ellis was quite funny. He's a funny guy, yeah. Uh, so Bruce... He's a big guy. Yeah, he's put on a bit, hasn't he? Um, now in a good paddock. Tommy Sheridan's good guy. Who was the player whose brother got the vote, and but there was... Oh, Selwood. 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 So, Selwood. So Joel Selwood must have got a vote for the round. Was it Scott or... or Troy, I think. Troy. Yeah. So I shouldn't know these names. Yeah, exactly. Troy Selwood. But oh, we um, do. whoever was reading the count read it out as a vote for him, one one vote. And he was like, how fucking good was that? And That's Joel was like, hang on, that was my vote. They gave it to the wrong person out loud. It said, oh, it fucked out. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just, that was a, just, yeah. Hey, do you want to tell Kuyong that there's crickets in here? <laughs> you don't want to get rid of them? Was that the same production meeting where they got James Rain to do the opening? Yeah. Oh, no. I was, like James Rain. I love James oh, Rain. You're everything that's wrong with this fucking world, Samantha. <laughs> um, I mean, they could modernise hey, it. What's always our priority, though? What's our priority of everything? What's our priority? Dave, what's your priority? What's well, not being politically correct or yeah, above that. What? Getting it earned. Oh, yeah. Who's on the payroll this week? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah who's, getting <laughs> but, um, who's on the payroll? Yeah. Yeah, so that well, that was that got made fun of, that segment. But, um, wow. You know, no, what happens in, in TV, if I could just one second, because yeah. I actually have some background. Sometimes you forget that no one else works in your industry. So you go, we can't do something about Brian Wilson or Ross Glendening or Malcolm Blight. <laughs> No, no, you can every fucking year. That's what it, like the, the actual template for the brown is carols by candlelight. Believe it or not, because every year you know what they do, carols. And they get the best singers they can, and mm. everyone enjoys it. Yeah. So you don't you don't go quirky at big events. You yeah. go big at yeah. big events. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that's oh, God, um, that's just terrible. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a well. Give us a five minute segment to talk about. That's down exactly here. right. Um, Selfless of them. That was all right. Yeah, the um, the brown line was all right. I'm so speak oh. Xavier. I'll hang on. I'll just I don't, I'm right. Yeah, got one word here. Daisy, and that makes two words. Fat shaming. The way you talk about your premiership team, mate. Oh, I thought you were talking about Daisy Pierce, and I was like, fucking hell, I'm not sure I said anything about that. Um, uh, uh, you said Daisy <laughs> Thomas looked like he had uh, his wisdom teeth out. Tell me, I was wrong. <laughs> Tell me, I'm wrong. Anyone? I think he scrubbed up all right. He looks nice. Yeah, no, he's between those ladies. Where's the, where's the <laughs> yeah. solid sort of premiership bond friendship? That well, you don't do that publicly. I don't know. I'd, well, I'm still quite bitter that him and Heath <laughs> Shaw have a TV show. Um, and unlike most, you don't hide it. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, do you still find that remarkable that they gave oh, the mate, two of them a TV show? Oh, mate, fucking absolutely remarkable. I have... If there was like if the you, joke's you, you gone were getting now. to post career and you said right, I'm gonna on our list of 2010. I would have thrown. I would have been like, guess who? who? Like now, nah, down, bit, uh, idiots, bang, flick, 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 click, click. <laughs> yeah, like if if they're all up and like in, in on board of guess who, I'd be like, who's not getting a TV show? Uh, <laughs> let, let's down. flick down all the idiots. Yeah, bang, 
Yeah, Peeps Shaw. They were the first ones down. Yeah, so. <laughs> basically. Um, so should should Georgie Parker now win a Logan? Yeah, I was, yeah, she's carrying them. Um, <laughs> that's why I asked her. But I wonder if that made the t- the socials. But I asked her on the red carpet. I was like, mate, sh- what the fuck are you doing with those two idiots? Um, but yes, yeah, so I. Oh, what did I say about him on Twitter? Um, yeah, he's, well, he, he looked like he had his wisdom teeth out. I was making sure the well, welfare check. I was making sure he was all right. Mate. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But, like, on that, because I mean, uh, Sports Bear an official partner with the AFL now, man, there's a long list of um, things oh, I'm not please. allowed to say. So what aren't you allowed to say? Mate, Gil, and who are you not allowed to touch? So Gil's off? Well, Gil apparently is off limits. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to poke a bit of fun at old Gil. Really? No. Bit sensitive, <laughs> bit sensitive the boss on his last Just wait a few weeks. And, I, and look, I wasn't even going to, like... Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I'll, if, really if I had absolute carte blanche, I probably would. But, like, even things like... I hope Gil gives us like a Brendan Favola-esque type performance to send, you know. Yeah. Fucking, that's not hurting anyone. No. Sorry, mate, we can't touch Gil. I said, mate, I said, that's, how is that bad? Mate, he, he did fucking wipe me like a dirty ass on the carpet. <laughs> oh, mate. Dead set. He was like, I was like, and cause I hate yelling out for people. I was like, Gil. <laughs> Gil. <laughs> and then they're like, can't, just give it one more. Like, Fuck. Like Gil, and he just mate, just absolutely nothing. I went to the fucking channel. You reckon the drives Gil mad that you and Dustin Martin both won the Brownlow? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I said, mate, mate, fucking seven years ago, mate, you wanted to know all about me. Now, fucking nothing to do with me. Um, qu- the Royals were absolutely off limits. Really, Queen? I said, because even I was halfway through, and I was like, mate, um, I'd dead set rather be tweeting the Queen's funeral than than this, which is like, nah, we can't tweet about. The Queen. Um, did any much of my social stuff get that come out about the Queen? No, I don't know because what because what I said to most of the people were, I was like, um, you know, I asked sort of two questions, three, four questions basically to everyone. Um, who's what teammate doesn't deserve to be here and why? And then I was like, you know, I'm I've made this big spiel about Sunday night Brown. I was like, you sh- Sunday night, I think, um, you know. The Brownlow should be on a Sunday night, for, you know, especially for post Brownlow entertainment. Um, you can go the way, basically what I said before. You can go out, get away from the casino, prying eyes. Go out, plenty of nightclubs open. You can all go to your own spaces, enjoy yourselves, have a good night, and then you girls can instead of wasting a day off, have them getting ready. You can fucking just sleep in, room service, relax. But but what are you? As soon as I said, yeah, I think it's a great idea. So okay, so you're happy the Queen's dead? Oh god, I think I worked out how it didn't make the social. <laughs> No, but like, um. but their face it was like they're like, fuck, come in, like, I don't mean, that mate was, who was that was the that was the best bit of that was the best bit yes. of my whole was thing, it? and I was just mate, I was like, yeah, because mate, they all they all huff and all piss themselves, like, oh, you fucking asshole, like you got me, sort of, you got me, no, 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 I didn't. That like the partners laughed. That was the one funny bit that I had. So obviously they didn't say because they said Queen was off limits, but I just went, I was like, fuck, I'm saying it anyway, yeah. but it was it was actually quite funny. Um, just asking Unusual well, like The partners The other stuff wasn't very funny It was yeah. just sort of normal But that was the one bit Where I Because I wasn't allowed to say Much else um, So the Royals were completely off limits um, <coughs> And we now Gil, know why Yeah Gil was Well I don't, I don't know why hey, No just on that point About you know So you're happy the Queen's dead This is a Ricky Gervais line When he talks about Not uh, not when he's doing exact People would have Gone nuts That Dane was Bagging the Queen what is the point of the joke? Is the question? 
Yeah. Point of the joke is to shock the other people. Yeah, exactly. Into seeing what their reaction is. Yeah. It's got nothing to do about this. No, not point. at all. It was but good luck if you had done it. <laughs> mate, well, they've got that. Mate, I, would, I think that was like so. I, like I, I don't like I said, I'm not a great question asker in that. But like they that those parts there. Once I said, I oh, saw. So, so guys, we've got another one that's happy. The Queen's dead. <laughs> and like um, that was the, those reactions were the best part of that whole yeah. segment. Like, like a lot of all, or, or pretty much everyone who said Scout the Boy stomach said, "No, I'd rather on a Saturday." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I can't use me gag there." So right, so thanks, man. Or no, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. So I like it. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck you. Then I can't say I can't say. It, but you know, the eight or nine that said so Sunday night's a great night. Producer but, me, yeah, you should tell a sportsman what they should do is cut up all the reactions. And say we can't say what Swanee's question was. Yeah, Ted <laughs> said that out. Yeah, exactly. So but, no one gets in trouble. Yeah, so that that was the best part um, for me, but it's obviously won't get away. So I was, if anyone watched that sports video, it was much funnier. But they've just fucking <laughs> not, not allowed it. Um, yeah. Th- so the Royals off limits. Yeah. I, I I don't know why they they said listen, we've been told absolutely no quit. Um, they've said absolutely no Gill. He must got, think he's a royal. He must. Oh, can, he's going out like. And like with like I know I don't know did the Tom Brown thing and that get in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What'd you say? I missed that part. Oh, Tom, I was like, oh, mate, it's my first. Um, it's my it first. It was cut in the middle though, but okay. You, oh, basically, I said some. We just had a general chat, and then I said, oh, mate, sorry, mate, can I just because I don't like offending people. If yeah. So I said, sorry, I was going to take the piss a little bit here. He goes, yeah, no worries. He was sweet. I was like, oh, Brownie, you know, obviously, um, my first night. With all you guys, I've come to the dark side. You know, I used to be on that side now. I'm a question asker with the rest of you guys. Um, you know, I'm a bit nervous. Don't really know what to say. Um, but, you know, who better than ask one of the, the leading journalists in the industry for some advice? So my first question is, do you know where Damien Barrett is so I can ask him? Good line. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. didn't make it. Uh, that didn't make it? Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So. Hang on a minute. So, hang, oh. on. hang on. I've just got something here. So <clears throat> you took the piss out of Tom Brown. Yeah. Now he was good though. And like and then we then he, he sure laughed. He, I'm yeah. sure he was. What I'm saying is, yeah, you haven't been invited back to Collingwood recently. Have you? <laughs> His dad would be. Yeah, no, nah, Jeffrey. You be careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, How are you going to get that injury report job you've been looking for? Ah, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I've just I've just forgotten about it. Do you reckon? Just quickly on the gill thing, we'll get back to this. How the the front bar section was a gill roast. Do right. you think Gill would have had to have ticked off ticked off no. all of those? No. But he was off limits for everyone else. Yes. But he was on limits for yeah. the front back crew. I'd say good luck Sam Peng. Yeah. Telling Sam Peng. And Mick Malloy, yeah. And Mick Malloy, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe it that um, I had about 50 crushed up anti-inflammatory uh, <laughs> references. Um, also didn't make it. I had fucking 100 of them. So <laughs> Didn't get a run? No. So obviously anything that could probably lean towards drugs or anything like that or – Obsessive drinking or something is also bad. So Sportsbet have really gone downhill for tweeting since they've become an official partner with the <laughs> AFL. Um, what else did I have? Can like, I just say, so back in my day, four million years ago, but the footy show, it was much harder doing the footy show when we had the footy rights yeah. than when we were the... Yeah, absolutely. We didn't have it because yeah. you, you took the piss out of Channel 7 and all the yeah. rights holders and then yeah, you see, go from being the rebel and you fucking say everything. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, you had to... Mm. And like all, the, uh, like all the cubicle jokes and like all the, you know... <laughs> uh, None of them? No, uh, they're, they're all gone now. So everything that I was probably... Everyone look forward to, I suppose, like yeah. where I could just be rogue and say what the fuck I liked is obviously being, you know, cut by like seventy percent now. So it's hard to get a laugh out of be trying to be normal, trying to be these PC comedians. So maybe Swanee and Friends needs to do the carpet next year. Uh, yeah, well, I could tweet on the Swanee and Friends account, but that, that was I know which carpet would be on yeah. <laughs> the brown one. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're basically um, that's basically all the stuff that was cut. Um, yeah, but. What can you do, eh? Um, it's wrong. Hey, so Corey, what are you doing in town? Uh, we've got our walk with me grand final lunch today. So we've got BT, Herdy. Well, uh, well, well, you yeah, just had to stop at BT. No one else will say a word. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's good. We Having BT, I mean, gives us, we had to get one host, I suppose. Um, but no, nah, look, having, having James Heard, and then we got. I saw Herdy on the way here, promise you. And. Uh, what do you do when you know someone and you, but you know that four million people have yelled out the window, Herdy, <laughs> but he was in the corner and it was quite straight. So I yelled, yelled it said a lot. And you know what he, he said? You're off to the gym. And I thought, well, someone like him looking at me would think that. So just <laughs> fellow elite genetics. Um, no, fair enough. You didn't, couldn't, 
<laughs> Couldn't spare a spot for your old mate. He's coming. He's yeah. a guest. Yeah. Um, has there been any blowback? Uh, this is Wayne. Mate, like not, not in terms of the guest point of view, but there was something else we were planning on doing that we just had to park it for five minutes. Mate, I, cannot, I cannot believe that fucking local... Like, as much as I... Oh, so I guess you have to accept it. You can sort of... I don't understand why, but like why Channel 7 and all these part of ways with him. Like I still think that's fucking bullshit, but in this day, this unfortunate day and age, you have to sort of go, well, well, unfortunately I can see why they've done it, which is... But why local footy clubs like St. Kevin's and that are fucking saying is absolutely <coughs> beyond me. How do they think they're, be, they're beyond... that? like, two people would ring up. And, so, and like, I guarantee you, it 90... Was, I think it was one. one there was one at the function that took exception to it, um, which is quite interesting at private schools. Wasn't there a... Oh, mate. Maybe a, a, <laughs> a former AFL player's partner, didn't she get caught doing Channel 9s in the toilet? Mm. <laughs> and... <laughs> there was... Mate, not coping. And no, I... Not his, children are going through, yeah. his children are going through private schooling. What are you no, talking no, about? No, no, it's only because I, I, I'm happy I generally do not know that story uh, and let's leave it there. And I yeah. guarantee you 90% of the people in there would go up and ask if they wanted one in the toilets with Wayne. <laughs> like... What's some spare toilet? All that, like... It, it fucking baffles me that these footy clubs are now holier than now. Like, because one, like, he's a like, legend. Hang on, great storyteller. I'm sorry to interrupt. What did you say? <coughs> holier than now. Oh, I thought you said holier than now. I thought you said that too. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but is, like, has anyone stuck by him? Spare, I think, look, spare I, me the I think overall across the whole week of grand final week, I think he's fine in terms of all I'm sure the functions yeah. and events. But I think the only problem with it, and being slightly <coughs> serious for a second, I think it's no, maybe no. the body of work, not. So much as yeah. Yeah. the singular. Well, that's what I was. That's what it's I was not going. the singular incident yeah. that. Okay, where the anti-inflammatories, all but that sort of stuff. That's what I was going to say. This is a straw that breaks the camel's back. Like fucking please, but um, yeah, I think it's ridiculous that. Um, and but yeah, you know what else? I, I sort of think it'd be the Herald Sun or some Jeremy gossip columnist from Daily Mail or something. That would be like ringing up the St Kevin's Football mm-hmm. Club or ringing up fucking. Mm. Whatever Noble Park Club and saying Wayne Carey's coming to your thing. Why and what? And then they go, "What? What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh well, then they get then they receive blowback from there. So then that's why people kick up seeing a lot. The ninety nine point nine nine percent of people who go to these functions do not would not give a fuck. Uh, skip a beat. They'll get up there. What there, would tell you know story. about functions? Like, exactly. Level. I think it's exactly. yeah. I think laugh. it just depends on the audience. Like, would I say? No, no, but also, sorry, buddy, but also as what he just said. It's two different phone calls to St. Kevin's or Noble Park. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I confidently predict well, we, next year Wayne will have a full book. It just yeah. won't be at the St. Kevin's time. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, and it's quite funny. The ones like, and again, you're mentioning St. Kevin's. I'm not singling them out. Mm. But it, I would say, how do I put this? It, it would probably be more prevalent what it's insinuated that Wayne, Wayne had on him mm. is more prevalent at a place like oh, definitely. St. Kevin's. Drugs are expensive and they're, you know, exactly risk school, right. risk school kids. <laughs> and yeah. what they are at Noble Park. Noble yeah. Park's a bit like West Meadows yeah, exactly. and Gladstone Park. Yeah. It's probably more your slabs and your beer and that sort Smoking of thing. Smoking some weed or something out there. Yeah. yeah, where, yeah. Um, yes, yes. But yes. Dior stuck by um, Johnny Depp through his lows. They were the only brand. Everyone else dropped him from Who? Disney to... Uh, Dior, the the yeah, men, I know, the I know, men's I know what Dior is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you just asked who? Did you mean Johnny Depp? I don't. No, I, I know what Dior is, the brand. Right. So yeah. they were the only brand to stick by him. Everyone else yeah. ditched him, and they in turn ended up becoming the number one men's selling fragrance post that. And they're the only ones that stood by him once he was. So uh, you stand by when it's of benefit to you, and you run for the fucking hills when it's also of benefit to you. Well, E.g. Bailey mm. Smith during the year, mm. young guy. Mm. Uh, Apologises to people he doesn't give a fuck about. Cotton on, young brand. Stood by him. Yeah. Stood by him. Mm. That now he's on a now he's on an ad every second ad for Channel the, the Seven. Head, the hair, the hair product. Who earlier this year had Wade Carey with Chappelle Corby? Mm. <laughs> 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 now, what, now I think she was. Uh, well, she your, she was got, innocent though. You got your one trick ponies. I'm saying Chappelle one trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> She was innocent. Can't surf. Can ride a boogie board. Now they paid her to be on SAS Australia, <laughs> and now 
their parting ways with Wayne. I, 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 as you said, mate, uh, yeah. Payne. For how I, long, I, do you reckon? Because no, surely... Forever. Forever. They say yeah. that now, don't they? But my question to you, um, if, if just in five years, if they come back, there'll be one. one the squeaky wheel gets the most oil. That's 100%. you know we listen. We no, listen no, to the minorities, but it'll be forever though. for this reason. Patrick Dangerfield and Joel Selwood are, and uh, and but, well, Buddy will never do me. But Pat, Patrick Dangerfield and Joel Selwood, they're in the last two or three years. At, at maybe Joel's last game this week. But you so the next greats come through. And mm. then you're out. Th- once you're off the train, you're yeah. right off the train. But are you trying to say to me that Wayne Carey is, as much as he'll tell us this, he's in a league of his own when it came to football playing. He's also a very good commentator and really good at special comments. Are you try and tell me that they're going to let someone like Wayne go forever, even a rival network's yep. not going to pick mm. him up in five years' time, you don't yep. reckon? Yep. Really? Absolutely. Well, as great, uh, I hate the phrase, back in my day, the footy show was able to become a success. The two best players in the league, as Corey would know, were Wayne Carey and Gary Ablett. But there were other very good players, like mm. great players like Jason Dunsell and Tim Watson and Doug Hawkins. So you're not the only one. <laughs> as no. great as you are. Mm. So they, the cemetery's full of irreplaceables, I guess is the, the phrase. And they'll... they'll Get others, and Luke Hodges going great. So they'll go. Yeah, I was probably Alex Vasolo's killing it. <laughs> Did he walk past you on the red carpet? That's yeah, what I was, I was just waiting that. for that one. I would have, I would have got off my scooter and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably surprised. Oh, look, at, at the end of the day, it's each to their own organisation. I was probably surprised that Triple M. Like I, I still thought he'd end up doing Triple M commentary. Yeah. Yep. The Channel Seven one, I, I probably wasn't too surprised. Yep. Mm. Um, as it was. I think Lewis Martin at the start had really gone out and gone into bat for Wayne to get him back in. And then you have a couple of these things that, I mean, I think he was already not skating on thin ice, but I think because he'd already gone out and to his credit, Wayne had actually, I think, done a brilliant job in terms of getting back into the fold Mm -hmm. after all his misdemeanours in the past. But, yeah, I, I think they were already, I mean, you do something like SAS and then all the other stuff comes up. You know what I mean? You And in the end, it's, I don't know. As I, I keep using that word, it's probably the body of work mm. that in the end that it's, yeah, it's not just the one incident. There's people like Sonia Kruger with the, Sonia Kruger wasn't it with mm. the racism incident and then she just kind of disappeared for a little while and then came back? Was that, was uh, mm. was some blonde white female on oh, I, I'm not I'm not leaving you hanging out. I'm just <laughs> trying to remember. I think it was, I can't. it was either Sonia or Sam Armitage or someone like that made that racist comment. She was gone, disappeared, pulled. And then came back again. Just, just, just for the sake people of people forget about keeping it. Keeping our houses, Sam. You, you're not quite sure that it's. No, <laughs> so, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm not entirely be, sure yeah, who yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. But no, it was no. You've always like got time to come back. If, if you. But as Corey said, Wayne did come back yeah. once. Mm. So now there's another generation of. But I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about him fucking having a telling some couple of fucking boys stories yes. at a local footy club on a Friday morning yeah. before the grand final, yeah. where they actually, you actually want people mm. with some colour and some like. You know, offbeat stories where you can have a laugh and the boys can sit down. Over, but you're not talking to a fucking, you're not talking to a corporate bank in, on Collins Street on, on Monday morning about leadership and getting the best out of your fucking team. Yes, you're sitting down, Griff, telling a couple, of, bringing out a couple of your best stories, getting everyone to laugh, relax. Wayne's might be the second or third best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then like you're having a laugh. Like for people to ring up yes. about a fucking grand final breakfast is fucking disgusting. That like, is well, embarrass- it's embarrassing. We we did a function last night out in Werribee and um there was myself, Mick Martin and Wayne Carey. And <coughs> hang on, this is what last night? This is last night. And it, 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 I actually felt I know how Swanee feels a little bit now when you go into a function that's shitload of Collingwood supporters, because I reckon we must have landed in the heartland that was North Melbourne, because there were 150 right. North huh. Melbourne people. So all here. of them were there. All of all the supporter bases <laughs> in the room. It, it was actually the crowd in the last game of the year <laughs> against um, Gold Coast. I yeah. reckon. But, but um, and again, you go into that night, you're wondering whether anyone. It's funny when they're in the audience, as you as you all know, no one's ever going to ask the question straight up about any of that stuff. Yes, no. which. It's good, but you know what? You wouldn't have even noticed last night. That's what I was about yeah. to say, as you would have seen many times, Dane. In actual fact, in reality, real life is not Twitter. No. No one gives a fuck. No. And it's beauty. Here's Wade Carey, Corey McCurdy, Mick Martin, they're going to tell no, you. Same, same person who rings will be the same person who has a photo. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and you're right, Swanny. Like, even nine times out of ten, someone that's been potting you for the last two hours is yeah. the first person to come up and want to have <laughs> yes. a photo. Yeah. And you know what? Like, people like, you know, I mean, I'll pump his tyres up, but if someone ever asks Swanny or Wayne Carey for a photo, yep. they're the first people to say, yep, no mm. worries, mate, mm. not a problem. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and literally, they'll talk to anyone because I've seen them do it. It's only when after the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time that then they'll go, mate, pull up, yep. sign to move on. But. Yeah, it's it's um it's interesting because like Sam said, like you do enjoy him when he's on the TV and he's analysing the game, but who knows what he ends up doing next? So um so because let, let's let's play the hits. Why was he so great? Um, I would say at the at the biggest times and the biggest moments, that's you can have great players, but then if you know the sense of the moment and the occasion, I think that's where that's what. I think made him as good as what he was, and whether it was the finals or grand finals across the board, and the biggest games that we ever played, when that moment, and I think he had that extra gear that even I know Nathan Buckley and all these other players are great players, but then he had that ability to go to another level. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that, and that, I think that's what gives him the separation <laughs> over the other players. What's your favourite game that he played? That you remember? Well, it was one that I never played in. It was nineteen ninety three. The Friday night game. So, for those that don't know, North Melbourne used to own Friday nights. We'd play eight, imagine, oh eight, eight to ten. Everyone loves when a fixture comes out. <laughs> the Friday, or now it'll be Thursday well, as well, the Thursday, imagine, Friday. Imagine in 1998, Swanee, we played 12 Friday night games. Like the best. Just insane. Yeah. But my favourite, to answer your question, it was 1990, there was the 1993 game, North Melbourne, Essendon, MCG. And it was like, the night that Wayne Carey became Wayne Carey. And to hear, it was the old commentary team when you had Peter McKenna, I think Bernie Quinlan, yes. Bruce, like it was, yeah, I mean, it was that dynamic when you listen to the game. John Longmire's playing full forward and it sort of typified what was about to happen at North Melbourne at that time. The way that they were sort of taking the ball on, running through the middle, kicking it long. And why wouldn't you? You got Carey and Longmire down on the forward line and that's when Wayne was running back with the flight of it. And even now, I'm talking about it now, get goosebumps about it now. But but again, what added to it, it was the commentary of Peter McKenna and, and Bernie Quinlan. They were like nearly they, they were like nearly barracking about the game, but Bruce was doing the big moments with Carey and Longmire. Was that was that the game where he outmarked Tim Watson and Tim just put his hands up out and just goes, Well, He's just too good. Yeah. The great Tim Watson. So yeah. That was him. But look, yeah, that, that game for me, like if someone asked me at a North Melbourne function, what's your favourite North game? And it's not even one I played in, but it yeah. was a great game to watch that it sort of typified what was about to happen in the next eight to ten years. And what's your favourite out of a grand final day given, and you mentioned just Mick? My favourite grand final moment? Yeah. Wouldn't be mine. I still reckon it's him when he got into the ground. He got all his mates in the car and the boot of the car. That 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 that, that goes down as one of my favourite. I, I think it's a tough to get hold of, mate. Yeah. I still remember catch. I caught up with um Cade and all the uh, uh, there was a heap of his mates. So we caught up with the Middle Park Hotel. So he'd be getting Swanee be getting ready for the grand final. Obviously, I'm not. Yeah, I had no official capacity, so I think I'm starting early. I lived around the corner at Middle Park, so I go to the Middle Park Hotel and the boys come in and, what are you still doing? They go, oh, yeah, we're going to the footy, we've got to go around the Swannies house. I go, why? They go, well, we haven't got, I go, have you got tickets? They go, no, we're just jumping in the boot of Swannies car. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I would have loved, the thing I would have loved, right, is when he's, and again, he's not going to be, so, he'd be like they sitting there now. You now. wouldn't know whether he was nervous or not, but just him driving up, and then it, I wonder whether there was any hint of nervous <laughs> from him in going, going. Oh, we're here, boys. Go. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, down, and the guy, down. like, as you drive up, remember those blue coats that ask you for your ticket? You yeah. pull out your ticket and you'd just be sitting there. I wonder whether the blue coat went, go, fuck, Swanny's a bit nervous today more than usual. <laughs> Never mind. Big I'm, not, game, play, Swanee, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah. not nervous about the grand final. Yeah. I've got fucking six blokes <laughs> in the boot of my car. They're struggling to breathe. We might, we might lose one if you don't fucking hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you reckon, do you reckon like, that's why? Mexicans <laughs> across the border. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you reckon that's why we have boot checks now? Yeah, you Is can't. It, yours? Well, it wasn't because of the bombs or yeah, anything well, like that. It was that because September 11th. That it's a one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think, so um, oh, look, my favourite, the favourite thing for me about Grand Final Day is knowing that I actually played well on Grand Final Day and yeah. had a pretty significant say in us, I mean, winning the flag and... Um, like, 96 was unique because I had my posterior cruciate and I wasn't not going to play 
in the grand final. Wow. Like even on the Wednesday, I think I had 50 mils of blood drained out of my knee and they, was, they were talking about that point, oh, you probably shouldn't play. But in hindsight, I should have done that every week because I had 31 possessions <laughs> playing in the ruck. Should, shouldn't play because it could do... Somewhere near the Washington. Sorry, shouldn't play because you do more damage, or just because you wouldn't be able to get through a game. I think it was both. both. But then the best thing that happened right on quarter time, I I got a huge knock on it, and then you know what it's like when you actually go shit. It's actually it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. And it was quite funny. Um, well, it wasn't funny at the time. I remember we're walking into the huddle at, th- at, at quarter time, and had Harry Unlick, the doctor, and Rog, the physio, and we're walking in, having a conversation, and, and going, no, no, it's actually good. I'm, I'm up and about. I think I'll be right. And Pago just made a beeline f- for us and go in his real subtle tone, if he's not fucking right, get him off the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and it was funny at that time. I remember also walking in, and uh, Troy Luff hates me telling this story. I remember, like, walking in... <clears throat> Number one, I was having a conversation to myself going, if you don't play well today, this is remembered forever. Yes. And then the second one was going, shit, we've done all this planning. Are we going to get beaten by Paul Kelly or um, Tony Lockett? I'm going, fucking hell, we're getting beaten by Troy Luff. (laughs) But then Troy Luff didn't get a kick after that because I think Wayne Swass hit him on the chin and that was the end. Right. (laughs) Had the knee pull up the next day. Uh, a bit of swelling with the well, Swanee, lead, may have been copious a bit, amounts of alcohol. Yeah, it may have been a bit before <laughs> your time, but there was a place in Little Burke Street called the Tunnel. Yeah, and, yeah um, no, that is. I've heard many a thing about it, but it was before my time. If there was a place that would have been a real good operating platform for D Swan, I would have thought the Tunnel yes, was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And people used to. Bag. What is it now? Ooh, is I'm it a nightclub sure. or is it a pub? But I think I walked out of there at about five or six and. I was travelling nicely at that point, and I think I walked up. There was the little hot dog van I hadn't eaten for a while, and I think I bought twenty eight dim sims. <laughs> I cracked the shits at Mark Roberts stole four, and I ate the other twenty four. <laughs> hey, uh, so what? What odds do you give me gamble responsibly that day? If I said to you within twenty five years there'll be uh, some vision of uh, Glenn Archer going the blub on camera, that he'd be going <laughs> going go the cry on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that fantastic during the year when his son got picked? By the way, oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was he Arch. was he the hardest bastard you ever played with? Look, I always say it like this: they, they always used to say that if Glenn Archer and Wayne Carey had a fight, right? Yeah. And I go, well, if it was in the boxing ring, uh, um, Duck would punch the shit out of him, and, yep. and Arch freely admits that. Yes. But maybe if we we switched it over, that if it was more UFC, yeah. or <laughs> if it was in the pub. <laughs> Yes. Well, then I might go arch because you'd have to hit him with a chair to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's so many funny stories. Like I remember, like even with Arch to sum up, he, I reckon he had two two times when we had interstate games. He'd get to the airport and he um, had road rage on the way to the airport. <laughs> the funniest one, I would, and again, all these different things you'd love to have visions of. We used to have to go to the physio in Collins Street and there was all, remember all those little car parks that were around there before all the apartments yep. are there now? So then obviously when you go into Collins Street, even, this is even back in the 90s, going even into the car parks then, it'd still cost you 20, 30 bucks. Ooh, you know I mean, so it was yeah. a big thing to get in on time, make sure they were on time and get out so you weren't paying so much money. But there was one car park so um, that you could go to that's now an apartment block, but you go in there and... What happened on this particular day, Arch seen a spot and he goes, beauty, I'm going into that spot. He didn't realise an Asian had gone ahead of him and was trying to reverse back in. An Asian person. <coughs> yes, Asian person. <laughs> so then what happened, Arch gets out of his car, unbeknownst to him, he just gets out and then the guy comes running up, you attack my spot, you, you'll get out. And Arch goes, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, it was my spot. He goes, you move now, you, you'll get out. I'm, Arch, I'm tipping this guy didn't follow footy. No, and the, and the Arch goes, fuck off, mate. I'm not, I'm not moving. The guy, this is before Arch is coming to the physio, the guy's done a spin kick. <laughs> and imagine this, this is like out of a Bruce Lee movie. He's only just clipped Arch's chin. So you know in those, in those movies where he goes, oh. <laughs> Apparently Arch just got on him and just went, whack, whack, whack. <laughs> To the point where people will yell out, Glenn, stop it. <laughs> so then he comes up to the physio and tells us his story. I literally fell off the table. <laughs> so that sums up Glenn Archer's road rage. <laughs> Amazing. And he actually, I did one with you before I, we started doing this together at uh, somewhere in, in Melbourne. Uh, 
He's now a really good public speaker. Is he? He's, he's hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Good Main, mainly Mick Martin stories, but... Well, even it was quite funny having Mick Martin in the room last night and you're actually telling jokes about Mick Martin, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite like... You could actually do a whole sportsman's night on the dumb shit that Mick's done. <laughs> like, there were... The, the, I'll give you one short one. There was a game, a pre-season game. I remember we rocked up to Tullamarine Airport and you would never have been through this, but what Pago used to do, we, we'd have a team meeting at the airport before we'd actually go. And like in the and Pago, before you'd even go into the team meeting, this is how intense he was. Like you could be in the news agent, I could have a laugh with Ralphie, he'd bring it up in the meeting and go, you blokes, you're not going on fucking holiday <laughs> like this. So anyway, this pre-season game, um, I remember we were in the meeting at the airport and I remember looking over at Mick and go, fucking hell, Mick's brown. Like, and didn't think anything else yeah. of it. But then at that time, you're not really getting to talk to all the boys. You jump on the plane. We go to Canberra and we flew on the day of the game. It was a pre-season game. I remember we were sitting around waiting at the hotel to go to the ground and then Anthony Rock walks down and he goes, fucking hell, have you noticed that Mick's got fake tan on? <laughs> So Mick had put all this fake tan on. You know how white he is? He was fucking orange. <laughs> so anyway, to this day, it's the funniest single day of football that I'd ever had. Because even at the game, like you still look, every time you'd look over him, you'd laugh. But then you'd start to do the warm-up. So we had butters. Start doing the warm-up. All right, let's go around the circle. All right, grab a partner, do a hammy stretch. Now I had... Um, for those that don't remember, remember those white North Melbourne jumpers with the blue kangaroo on the front, yeah. which I reckon's their best away strip. And um, I remember doing the stretch with Mick. So then I go down, put Mick's um, leg on my shoulder. Even his leg had fake tan, and all the fake tans on my North Melbourne jumper. So then continues on. Um, even during the game, you come in at quarter time, you're still laughing at him at quarter time, grab a towel. Of course, over the towel, there's all fake tan all over the towel. So get, kind of, this is the final bit of the story. That night, we actually run into all the Sydney Swans guys. So we run into Plugger, um, Paul Kelly and all these guys and we're out. I remember Duck, he was even telling this story last night. So we're, at, we're talking for a bit and, and even Duck said he goes, even I'm a bit intimidated by Plugger, but he goes, I want Plugger to like me. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, fuck it. And he goes, I'm just going to tell. He goes, hey, hey, Plugger, did you notice Mick had fake tan on today? And you could see... Lockett go, hey, fucking what? <laughs> and then you could see Mick. Mick's going, no, no, you're a dickhead. When did you tell him man fake tan on for? All right, your old mates uh, coaching the Swans. Uh, who's going to win and why? We're going to do math science in part two. Um, oh, look, I, as much as, look, I, I would love to see Horse uh, get another premiership. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Kit for the Swans. They they have been an amazing organisation for the last twenty years with what they've done with their culture and um, uh, yeah. Again, to reiterate, I'd love to see them win, but I just have a sneaky sus suspicion that what the the Cats have done this year, they they have they actually have that look of being like the Premiership team where they've you know, I mean gone all the way through. Even this year, remarkably, they weren't whinging about having to play yes. away games at the MCG. And even though you play finals there, that you, that's where you want to play. Um, I don't know. And I sort of have this little bit of maybe destiny about danger and maybe stand, like he played super well last week. I, I think for mine, I think the Cats will win and danger will get the Norm Smith. Good on you, mate. Thank Brilliant. you for coming in. Easy. Not a Thank problem. You.